Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. guys thanks for tuning in to another episode of the running gold standard podcast my name is zach hernandez and as always i am joined my co-host matt mullen matt how you doing this monday evening hey you know it's it's baseball season for me so it's like one of my favorite times of year um i'm doing good zach um let's jump into this faux drama that's sweeping 49ers twitter the show is titled will the 49ers pay debo samuel and i don't doubt that they will matt however it's kind of devolved into a little bit of these theatrics that we happen to see with some players on the brink Kyler of a Murray. very large yes kyla murray on the brink of a very large contract recently we saw debo samuel remove his picture of him in a 49ers uniform and then remove all traces of the 49ers from his instagram account does that signal anything to you at all it just signals the normal posturing that a player is going to do um imitation is the sincerest form of flattery um trends happen all the time going viral whatever whatever this is just more of the same you know this is somebody who goes oh well maybe it worked for this guy and he got a lot of pub for that you know kyler murray still waiting on his money didn't get traded so for me it's it's a nothing issue but it's something that Debo's doing because he thinks it's going to get him attention and that's fine um but you know the, the acting like the sky is falling and and acting like oh well now the 49ers are going to trade him or whatever this is just a lot of people with too much time twiddling their thumbs and thinking about stuff way too hard and way too deep and just not realizing that this is just it's it's all posturing it's all part of the game um this happens in every sport this happens with a lot of young players who want their contract it takes different forms the form that it's taking this year is scrub your Instagram as if that's like something the 49ers are even remotely worried about. I mean, I don't know if you guys know this, but John Lynch, Kyle Shanahan, I don't really think that they're super involved with the whole Twitter, Instagram type of stuff. That's a player's thing, right? Um, what they're going to care about is what happens during OTAs and training camp and things like that. Let's remember Debo Samuel's still under contract. So, He's in the last year of his rookie deal. They're going to try to get something done, but it's going to be something that takes time. There's still the albatross of Jimmy Garoppolo hanging over them, and they're going to have to try to maneuver some of that. Not that that really affects Debo because Debo, 
even with an extension is still going to be on his rookie deal money this year. Um, it's just, it's one of those things where it's much ado about nothing. And it's just, again, that boring time of season before we get into OTAs and off season workouts and the drafts and all that stuff to kind of suck up some of that air that people are just, you know, they're just nothing to do with themselves. So to me, it's, it's not a big deal. Yeah, I thought it was funny. Um, I want to say it was late last week. Sometime it kind of went went off on Twitter. Debo unfollowed the 49ers. Oh, my God, this and that. And then people were like, did he follow them to begin with? Oh, actually, I don't know, but I know he's not following them right now. It's like this could have been a whole non-story. Um, is it weird if he didn't follow them? Probably, but just because they play football doesn't mean that that's their entire lives are allowed right. to exist outside of that spectrum. And it's possible he never followed the 49ers to begin with. I don't know. I find it weird, but like you said, it's kind of par for the course. And I said it earlier when somebody tweeted at me, um, once this happened, like, should we be concerned? And I'm like, I'm not concerned as of yet. It's kind of basically every single player we've seen expecting a large contract. This is kind of their one way to gain any sort of leverage they have because the teams and the owners still have like 98% of the leverage in these situations. And the players are just doing any little bit they can to say, Hey, 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 here's what I want. You know, like, let me scream and and be my own advocate because nobody else is going to be, you know, aside from their agent. Does it work? I don't know. I I can't imagine it's good publicity. Maybe he's thinking any publicity is good publicity. Um, But He's trying it. Other people try it. Like you said, Kyler Murray hasn't gotten him anything. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. It, listen, it's one of those things where it just, you know, you, you bring some type of attention to yourself. That's for sure. Is it the right kind? Do we now look at Debo as kind of maybe a little bit of a diva? Um, some people are certainly going to take it that direction. I think it's a guy trying to get his, but at the same time, it's already been stated from John Lynch that Debo is in the budget. Debo is going to get his. The 49ers are probably starting from a low ball position, and that's probably what motivated Debo to go out there and put the word out because he thinks that that's the way to go about it. But, I mean, at the end of the day, Fred Warner got an amazing contract for his position. George Kittle got an amazing contract for his position. You know, Kyle Juszczyk, highest paid fullback in the NFL. So these guys are getting their money, but they're getting their money in late summer, early like training camp, you know, July, August, that type of deal. Um, It takes time. The 49ers, I mean, you have to wait to see how the draft shakes out before you can, you know, because then that's, that's where you're going to be able to cut, cut a corner here, cut, cut a guard there, cut a defensive end here or whatever. And that little amount of money adds up into what they can put into the Debo Samuel and Nick Bosa pot that gets those guys paid. So there needs to be a patience factor here. Again, Jimmy Garoppolo will come off the books. There are things to be done. There are moves to be made. You can have contract restructures that eat up the Jimmy Garoppolo space that make space for Debo and Nick next year. There are a lot of things that they can do. And I don't think that it's really beneficial for Debo to be impatient about this, particularly when the 49ers hold all the cards. They have his contract, right? They have, they have his rights. He's still under contract. There's still the franchise tag that they can hang on him if they really wanted to to draw this out. So I would I would advise Debo to take some, you know, some caution and take a step back and let his agent work, um, especially at this early stage. It's April. I mean, there, there is time. 
whether he gets the deal now or he gets the deal towards training camp. Um, it's how many games is he playing in between then? Yeah. Oh, zero. Okay. So it doesn't matter. Right. It's not like, it's not like the salary cap is changing. It's not like his value is going to change between then and, and, you know, training camp or whatever. There's a lot that goes into this. And so he needs to have some level of patience with it. Deal with the process. It is a business and this is how business is going to play out. So that's, you know, I think they're going to, I mean, and I'm with Stewart. He says, do you think they'll sign him long-term? Yes. Am I worried with some of the stuff I'm hearing specifically from Miyoko who sounded really unsure today? Now Miyoko's got stuff wrong, so we'll see. Everybody gets stuff wrong. And I don't think that any of the team, team, you know, people, the beat reporters or anything, know anything that's going on because this team doesn't leak. We've, we know this. So for me, it's, they're going to, they're going to do their best to sign him long-term. It's just a matter of time. Yeah, and I'm reading the uh, Mayoko article right now. He dropped for NBC Sports Bay Area about six, seven hours ago. And he talked about how the 49ers have been committed to saying that Debo Samuel's not on the trade block, um, or that at least there's no indication that he's on the trade block. Um, but he felt they needed to throw in there that last year when they moved up to number three overall, he said – Kyle Shanahan that is said that no player is off limits for trade discussions and that him and John Lynch would consider any offer. I, I saw people um, making kind of a dude, thing that's, out of that. That's, a, that's like, that's a taffy level stretch though, dude. I could not um, believe people were using this and I'm trying to find uh, the guy who tweeted it out. I mean, talk about a cliche. Yeah. Talk about a cliche. So nobody, nobody on the roster is untouchable. Oh, well, they're going to trade Nick Bosa now because nobody's untouchable. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, But this is the same. Listen, okay. And I hate to do this. I I really hate to do this because this is our fans and stuff like that. But some of y'all need to eat a Snickers and sit there and look at what you're about to throw out before you throw it out there. Because some of some of these, some of the people on Twitter and 49ers Twitter are sitting there saying like, oh, well, they like Jimmy Garoppolo. So now they're going to potentially trade Trey Lance so that Jimmy Garoppolo stays. And it's just like two neurons rubbing together should be able to, to crap out a tweet that's better formed than that opinion. It's just there's too much of this knee jerk reaction. There's too much of this wishy washy stuff where somebody says one thing and then the next day it's a change in the breeze. So then they're saying the exact opposite thing and there's no commitment and there's no actual forming of opinions or thoughts of their own. It's whatever way the, the 49ers Twitter is going that they're going to go along with that. It, you know, it, unfortunately it's a bunch of sheep out there that are listening to everything that somebody tells them without vetting sources, without, you know, looking into the situation at all. It's the, it's the reason why clickbait works, right? Oh, I'm reading the headline. I'm not reading the article. And nobody's reading between the lines and and doing this whole thing. And it's just, honestly, it's embarrassing. It's a really embarrassing look that every day, every day on Twitter, there's somebody who has this new cockamamie theory about what the 49ers are, aren't going to do when they don't know their elbow from their asshole. Seriously, (laughs) it gets to the point of being annoying where I just want to mute 49ers Twitter half the time. And it's why I don't engage as much as I, I would really like to. It's there's no no amount of logic will get through when people get on their high horse and think, oh, well, I definitely know where this is going to go. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, the demon's definitely going to do that. Look, Kyle said nobody's off limits. That means they're definitely trading Debo. It's just like, come on, man. It, it's really annoying and it's got to stop. 
unfortunately. Yeah. And so, I love y'all, but some of y'all try me. Oh boy. But I mean, it is what it is and, and it'll all shake out in the end, but y'all got to relax. Yeah. So I was going to say that it was uh, my guy, Rob Stratz Guerrero of Niners nation. Um, he hosts the podcast for them, the gold standard podcast. Dang. I don't and- get no graphic for that. I, I I haven't downloaded the new graphic to my oh. desktop. I'm sorry. I'm I'll make it a point to do it. We'll get the Matt ran up soon. That's all right. Um, we'll and I there. love Ron. I love Rob. I I agree with most of his takes. I think he provides fantastic content. I disagree with him here because this was something that I did think was a bit of a reach, and it was taking that exact quote from Mayoko's article talking about how Kyle Shanahan did say that nobody's off limits, and he uh, tweeted out. If Mayoko is saying this, things are obviously not going well with the Debo talks with the 49ers. Despite the phrasing here, this essentially is shopping him. You have a team with a quarterback on a rookie deal that shouldn't be hard, 49ers. I I, I don't understand taking quotes from a year ago and therefore right, applying, and applying them to right to a current now. situation. Right. It's like dude said this year. You know what Kyle Shanahan also said last year? He said, I don't even know if any of us will be alive on Sunday. <laughs> That's right. So you really have to parse through what the coach is saying and really try to use a little bit of critical thinking. Okay. Like Mayoko is just as hungry for news as everybody else is. And Mayoko gets paid to put out articles. And when you don't have the material to put out articles, you do a lot of speculation. And that's what this is. And it's timely because Debo does the whole Instagram scrubbing thing, this and this and that. But we all know what's what's going to happen, right? The 49ers are going to sign him, and then instantly everything 49ers goes back up, and he's going to be like, never in doubt, by the bay forever, baby. And, like, you know, all that stuff, all that cliched shit that everybody does, that's all that that's all that it's going to be. It, it just is the same game. You know, it's like, it's like when you go out and see some street magic or whatever, or the dude that does the cups, right, the ball under the cup. How many people you got to see get fooled before you realize it's all it's all the same shit over and over. It's all a long con. It's all whatever. This is a business. This is how people are doing business nowadays. Okay. If and when Debo Samuel gets traded, then we have something to react to. Then that's going to be news. But the team's not going to leak that before it happens. Right. It's going to come out of nowhere and then we can react to it. In the meantime, all this speculation, it's just, you know, it's like it's like sitting in a rocking chair. Yeah, you get a lot of fun movement out of it, and you get something to do, but in the end, you're not going anywhere. It's just, it is what it is, man. Yeah, it really is wild. Um, you're getting a lot of people in the chat that are agreeing with you. Uh, my brother says, it's like the 92 whiskey in you, Matt. It's the 92 whiskey in you. <laughs> um, fans are bored at this point, just getting worked up over every single clickbait out there. It kind of does seem like that. Joey says, bulky level reach. Bulky draft pick level reach by Rob there. Bro, it was. the Jaguars are, by all accounts, are seriously considering Trayvon Walker. Because Balky, the, the quote is, Balky sees a lot of Alden Smith in him. That could be an epic fail. Yikes. And Detroit should be happy because if, if Aiden Hutchinson's on the board, they're going to take the local boy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, could it get more general than that? Yeah, exactly. Um and yeah, Hung Fat, how many players have they made the highest paid at their position? I don't understand why now people are like they're gonna they're always do players. I wrong. mean, it's gonna be four, it's gonna be four with Bosa. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that Jimmy was ever the highest paid at his position, but he was like he was pretty close. He, he was the highest per year at his position. 
Oh, and, and it was for like two weeks, right? Yeah. And somebody yeah. else signed. I, uh, yeah, I, think I don't Stafford think Stafford was... signed like right after him with the yeah. Lions, three up with the Lions. Yeah. But yeah, they they get it done. Now there's going to be some dummy years, and there's going to be some outs, and there's going to be this and this and that. But yeah, it's definitely a situation where they're going to pay Debo or whatever, and he's going to get that AAV, and he's going to look at it and be proud of himself. He's probably going to get a fat signing bonus. He's going to be able to take care of his family and do all that stuff that everybody wants to do. But, you know, it's it's they're they're going to get it done. So this all this posturing and all this hand wringing about what Debo's doing and all this freaking out, it's it's pointless. Yeah. Yeah. How's it going? Time now, I will say in. this. I will say this. I would be worried if this stretches into the draft and all of a sudden we see like maybe they take Christian Watkins with the first pick that they have right yeah the offensive line is a huge need like i we still don't know if alex mack is coming back which means that entire interior offensive line needs to be addressed uh we probably need to replace slim mike who's looking the slimmest he's ever looked i don't know if you've all seen that picture that's going around but he looks like a basketball player almost he's so thin um there's a lot that they got to take care of on that line if they're going to protect trey lance which I feel like you would want to do considering the capital you gave up and considering it's the most important position in football and considering the guy you're getting rid of, you're partially getting rid of because he couldn't stay healthy. So if we see something like a wide receiver super early, then maybe you look at it and you go, okay, well maybe there's something here, but until that point, and even then it's just like, maybe they just want to do what Cincinnati did and what, you know, Miami did and get, get the guys that are familiar with the quarterback there for chemistry reasons. Yeah. So here's a question. Why wouldn't teams try to resign as soon as possible? The highest paid player at position only continues to become more expensive. Why would right. you say uh, part of it? I mean, part of it is, is the other things on the cap, right? How many needs does this team have? If you lock people up now before a certain amount of time, that changes the amount that, you know, you have going forward, whether that's to sign priority free agents after the draft whether that's the sign dudes that get cut in the off season. Um, you have to decide if you're drafting players and you can afford to get rid of somebody that's taking up cap. You have to determine that too. There's a bunch of moving parts that at this point in the year, when free agency is still in effect and you got a bunch of guys out there. I mean, Tyron Matthew hasn't signed yet. There are guys out there, right. That you can look at. Um, you have guys that are less like lesser quality free agents that you have to parse through. But maybe after the draft on these rookie deals, you get somebody you feel really good about, and then you release the guy that's making 1.5. And then that 1.5 goes back into the pool or however much for a Debo Samuel extension and still allows you flexibility on your roster. And th those are things that you need. That makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Um, and by the way, the, the difference between what's going on in April to what's going on in July is not going to be a huge difference. So. Okay. I like that. Um, so my question for you, Matt, is I've seen a lot of people say Debo Samuel should not play another snap for the 49ers. What if he gets injured? First of all, should the 49ers have that same exact concern? This is the one healthy season they've had at Debo Samuel. Yes. Was it great? And was it, you know, completely set the bar high? Yes. But the two seasons prior to that, he hasn't been able to stay healthy consistently also, this is the best they've ever seen him play. And we talked about this during our last show, whether or not he will ever have a season that matched last season. So 
looking at it from both sides here, both sides want to protect themselves. Is there any concern on your end that Debo Samuel, I don't want to say peaked because that's not the right term here, but, but you know what I mean? Like, is there, is there any concern from your end that Debo Samuel, we saw the best that we've ever, we're ever going to see from him statistically speaking. Right. I mean, of course, you know, you, you look at it in terms of like the, the, the years that he's had, he hasn't been able to stay healthy and that's going back to South Carolina where he had issues with injuries. Right. And then you talk about he had soft tissue injuries to the lower body and, you know, he came back from injuries looking chunky. And it seems like that's something that he's always going to have to stay on top of. Um, and you look at it and there definitely is a risk on these guys that that pop all of a sudden after injury prone seasons. And we've seen it time and time again. Um, so I think both sides are definitely trying to protect themselves. The 49ers are like, well, can he stay healthy? Can we trust in that? And Debo Samuel's like, look. I need to get paid just in case I get hurt. Um, but it's d- not playing another down is not going to get you paid. Like that's, it's a bad look. It's a bad look. It's a selfish look. You know, there's going to be outside pressure from fans, from teammates, from whatever, right? You, you say that you think the 49ers are a good roster and things like that. And you're actively giving up time in the prime of your career to hold out for a paycheck um, it's just not, it's not the best look. Um, I think that I, I think he could hold out training camp and I think that he could hold out until the regular season, but this is not something that I see stretching out into the regular season, because even if he holds out for this year, then the 49ers just go, all right, we're going to franchise tag you sit out another year. Yeah. Yeah. And what, then what? at that point, it's like, well, now your value is cratered and now we don't even care, you know, go ahead and see what's out there. We, we don't care. Because if you're not going to play for us now, then we're just going to keep you from playing for anybody else and then tank your value. Like that's the, you know, and it's unfortunate to say that, but the team has the leverage. Debo has no leverage at all. Debo can try to get what he's going to get, but at the end of the day, you know, the team dictates particularly for this year. So if he wants to try to hardball him like that, they're just, they're just going to have him sit out and he won't get game checks. So even if they franchise tag him, it'll cost the team against the cap. But let's say he sits out this entire year, they franchise him, and then he's whatever, whatever. It's just like you're splitting that because the franchise tag is guaranteed, but you're splitting that between two years, so he becomes even cheaper to just sit him on the bench. Like, who cares? Also, he's he's definitely not going to do that. They're probably thinking, you know, like I said, you you had one good year and you're willing to sit out. Like, that's not... And I understand we're not talking about, you know, oh, we we need the best type of person in here specifically. Yes, I know they do say that, but it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good from a person standpoint where you had one good year and now you're willing to sit out to make sure you get the amount of money you need um, when right. you still are under contract for another year, when you still can then be franchise tagged on top of that. When it, When we're talking about building a relationship it's not a good sign. It just really, I mean, look at what it no. did to the relationship between Robbie gold and the 49ers. And that's a kicker. That's, that's a, right. low, you know, a, a lower level when it comes to the amount of money you're paying a player. He stood, uh, excuse me. He sat out, basically held out for a higher contract. They paid it. And now there seems to be this level of an animosity there specifically from the, yeah, fans. he doesn't look like he wants to be there. He never did. He almost never did. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm being honest, um, did we sign a gunner? We the 49ers did George sign George Odom. 
Yeah, George Odom. They signed a receiver today. Uh, we'll get into it in a little bit. Yep. Um, Ian Sharp says the hamstring issues seem to be gone. Would you agree with that, Matt, for Debo Samuel? I mean, just because you have a healthy year doesn't mean they're gone. Yeah. Just means that he didn't have a hamstring injury. Although I believe he missed a game this year, and I can't remember from what it was. I think it, he had like a minor knee injury. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, he also he also I, got hurt in the playoffs against the Packers on yeah. that final play. And you had said it the year prior to this year, he was a little heavier. Mm. Um, and he needed to lose that weight, and his hamstring injuries would probably improve. Seems like they did. He did look a little thinner this season, and he had a fantastic year. Um, yeah, and, and look at it this way: like d- the way that the 49ers use him, is that going to lead him to be more healthy or less healthy as the seasons go on? He's 26 now, but then 27, 28 hits. Okay, now you're looking at a guy who not only do they throw the ball to, but that they get, hand the ball off to. So this whole wide back thing is, you know, it's whatever. So I agree. I mean, it can't be that great for his health when he's taking all these hits inside the tackles and stuff like that. Um, We'll see. Melissa saying people 2021 Debo isn't going to happen again. Just like 2018 doesn't mean good years won't happen, but those big years are special for a reason. Well said. Well said. Um, Ty Anderson. I can't imagine the situation ever comes to that though. Right. Uh, Jay added Debo. I want to address this by the way. Okay. Debo is doing the right thing. And it's the best look why we as fans are okay with players getting money. Uh, let the let back the billionaire and let's back the billionaire, not the players. LOL. Yeah, so it's not a good look because this is short term gratification that costs long term value. So when you hold out again, like I said, you give yourself a reputation. If you're going to hold out into the year, you're not going to make it any money. And then when you come back, your value is going to be less as if you just neg- rather than if you played on the deal and then hit the market. Like it's I'm I'm all for Debo getting his money, but there's a way to go about it. This is not this is about professional versus professional, right? Like the worst way that you or I could go and get a raise at work is to say, if you don't give me a raise, I'm not gonna work for you. Now, Debo is obviously not as expendable an asset as we are in terms of what we do for jobs, but there's a way to go about it that gives you a a reputation because not only will it affect him on the 49ers, people will point to that and go, well, what if he does that here? What if he's not happy here? What kind of trouble is he going to cause? You know, there's a whole, I mean, Odell Beckham Jr. is still trying to live down the boat incident to this day. So the, the, and, and honestly, It's kind of crazy, but the boat incident with OBJ has haunted Odell Beckham more than whatever, whatever allegedly Tyreek Hill did. Right. Because what Tyreek Hill did was off the field stuff. I will deal with that later. Right. Nobody questions. Oh, Tyreek Hill. He plays Odell Beckham. They're like, man, this is the guy that goes and parties while, while we're uh, getting ready for a playoff game. And it's unfortunate that it's like that because I think, you know, you messing with kids and stuff. That's that's a scummy move and whatever, whatever. But the reality is, if you can count on somebody between between the lines, you're going to get a lot more leeway outside of the lines. And it's always been that way in sports. Always been that way in sports. And this is no different. 
So sometimes you have to protect the player from themselves. And in this case, I think it would be a bad look for Debo to hold out because it gives him a reputation that he is not going to want. Yeah, Unfortunately. But that's that's kind of the business. And that's kind of what we started off the show saying is that that's kind of the way it's come to be in the past, I don't know, five, ten years, specifically in the age of social media. We see players do these things. And like I said a few minutes ago, it's kind of the majority of what they have in their leverage when it comes to getting their the most to their contract. Um, I think I saw he's he's 26, going to be 27, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Debo Samuel, right? So yeah. how many contracts does he realistically have left? Two? Right. I mean, he might have two left, yeah. And, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Look, he's not going to hold out, and the 49ers are going to pay him. This is exactly what we're talking about, and I only address it because fans are addressing it. This is not about the team getting over or billionaires getting over or being against the player, getting their money or whatever, whatever he's doing this shit in April and in April, it does not matter. Yeah. I'd let him stew. What What is Same. he going to do? Same. What is he going to do? He's still going to be working out. He's still going to be getting ready for the season. He's still going to be doing all that stuff, right? It's not going to become a problem until he starts missing mandatory functions. And that's when you can revisit this. But right now, it doesn't even matter. The team has already said he's in the budget, yeah. right? And it's probably not even overall what he's getting paid per year. There's other things that go into it. Structure, length, you know, signing bonus versus how they want to space the cap out. Do you front load it? Do you back load it? What's the percentage that goes up and down each year? How do you want to distribute the dead cap money? There's a thousand things that go into it rather than, you know, everybody reading the headline of like Stefan Dix, four years, 106 million. Oh man, he got paid, bro. It's, that's not a real contract. That shit's going to get torn up or extended, or they're going to add dummy years or they're going to do whatever. This is why the Rams can go out and get a thousand different players. This is why Kansas City can have a $40 million quarterback and still sign other people or whatever. You know, it's this, it's, it's, it's much ado about nothing. And this is the stuff that I'm talking about where people are overreacting to the things that's like, oh, we're going to trade him, or oh, he's going to hold out all season, or oh, he's going to do this, or oh, he's going to do that. It's April 11th. Like, the draft is still, like, 17 days away. Yeah, A thousand things can happen between now and then. And all this all this back and forth and all this hand-wringing and all this whatever, it's, it's not helpful. It's not – it means – it's meaningless. It means nothing. They're going to pay him. And if they trade him, they trade him. But at least you know one way or another, rather than getting worked up. I mean, all that everybody getting worked up. And then what if it comes out tomorrow, he gets signed. And everybody's like, oh, see, I knew it the whole time. That's exactly what's going to happen. It does seem like it. Specifically, some accounts on Twitter that are, you know, kind of propping all this up for no reason. Yeah. Just to kind of say they knew all along it wasn't anything to be concerned about. So. We shall and like, see. Dude, him doing what he's doing is not even a big deal either. No, it really like, I, isn't. I could not care less. Again, like, if 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 you didn't have people going into someone else's following on Instagram and searching keyword 49ers, right. nobody would even know. No one would know. Exactly. Nobody it's would somebody know. Somebody looking for something. Which is weird to me. Um, I don't know who has the time to do that, but hey, do you? That's fine. Um, 
That's kind of the age of social media. And the shepherds like to do that, so they get the sheep all riled up. Yeah, (laughs) and yeah, Stewart says Stefan Diggs just got paid without holding out in Buffalo. Yep, exactly. Yep. Um, Melissa says we also have to be aware that with Trey Lance, the deep ball is going to be a thing. Plus, Jawan, Brandon, George, others will get touches. Yak King won't be our only option. Thank goodness for that. Yep. I'm actually honestly, I'm I'm gonna keep it real too. I'm actually more irritated with the Debo. I don't know if you heard the Debo quote or whatever, where he said that Trey Lance should come to him in Florida and work out. Yeah. That bothers me more than the Instagram stuff. Cause Brandon, Ayuk doesn't have a problem going to going to orange County with Trey and working out and, yeah. and things like that. So, but, you know, that to me, that because that's a football thing, right? Like the Instagram stuff is social media and social media is stupid to begin with. Um, but the football stuff, right? That's kind of like, I don't know, man. Just take a flight. Help out. Help out your young quarterback. That I don't. Everybody else. I don't understand as much. Um, Jay Morris, by the way, says Debo is why we got so far in the playoffs and season. So why not pay the man he what he is owed? He's gonna I, get it. They're gonna get it. Um, they get might it. disagree on what he's owed, right? But they're gonna give it to him. And it's, it's gonna be like a disagreement win. over some stupid shit too, like like a million dollars a year. Offset language, you know? Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, a million dollars. That I don't going back to him saying. I mean, well, don't I get don't get me wrong. A million dollars is like a ton to us. When we're talking, when you're talking about like a twenty five million dollar a year contract over yeah. four years, you're talking about four percent. Yeah, which exactly. is like a really low number to be like. You know what I mean? To be acting like this, <laughs> right, right? Right? Yeah. Uh, Brandon said George, Fred, Juice, all of them waited without being a drama queen. Debo had one good year. He will get paid. Just need to be patient, and so do these fans. I don't even think he's being a drama queen because it's not like he went out and like made a point to show everybody what he was doing. Yeah. He just did something that he knew would get other people talking. So far, he hasn't said anything. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Ty said, I do agree with Jay, though. You got that quote, Jerry Rice, right receiver, finally. You got to pay him. They're not going to let him walk. And they're not. They won't let him walk. I mean, I think that's kind of uh, no offense to Debo, but that's a little insulting to Jerry Rice. Yeah. Closer to T.O. <laughs> Way closer to T.O. than Terry, Jerry Rice. I mean, yo, J- still- Jerry did it forever, and Jerry didn't get hurt for like the first 11 years of his career. If we trade him, it will be a bad look for guys like Kittle and Warner and others in the locker room. No one is safe. They already got paid, though. Right. Um, dude, Russell Wilson got traded from the Seahawks. No one is safe. Yeah. Like, anybody can get traded. I don't that's, think they'll trade him. That's the NFL. It's a business. Yeah. Like Again, like, Shanahan and Lynch and Parag and Jed – I say it all the time. It's more concerned for the front of the jersey than the name on the back. If they think that that's a good football move for them and they can replace Debo or whatever, and this is like such wild speculation that we're even getting into this stuff, right? It's just like, it is what it is, man. Again, April 11th. We shouldn't worry about it yet. We shouldn't worry. We're only talking about it because everybody feels the need to talk about it and Hopefully there are some people in this podcast and community that could kind of give a little bit of calmness and logic into this conversation where people yeah, are never do. running around with their heads cut off. They never do. I know we're yeah. taking like the opposite stance of what everybody else is doing. I'm freaking out about it. I just, I, I mean, this whole time 
I have not seen anything to worry me about the situation. Right. If he were to come out and say, you know, oh my God, this is ridiculous. Oh my God. You know, like know your worth or these cryptic tweets that he sometimes does tweet. Nothing he has done has gotten me to the point where I'm like, okay, now I'm worried. Like you said, if July, August start to roll around and we're right. still He's having missing this conversation, training camp, then, then it becomes an issue right now. It's just people talking. And he's going to um, get paid. So I'm not worried about him getting paid because he's going to get paid. Kali said, Bosa and Kittle will get paid. If Jimmy was gone, you guys believe Debo and Bosa would have been signed already? Uh, it uh, It's irrelevant. Yeah. They're both on they're both on rookie contracts. When you you just tack new money onto the end of the deal when you extend somebody, it's not like you're getting a ton of new money. So it, it doesn't really matter. The only thing that matters in that is that you could you could maybe perhaps restructure somebody else to you know kind of suck up a little more cap this year, opening up cap space for next year. So, you know, exactly. Um, Ace for all these receivers getting paid are on their third contract. Debo has had one healthy season. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. And not by the way, can I can I just say to can I just say to for all the people Mm -hmm. that are freaking out about this stuff. How many times in the last year alone has Debo had to go on social media and clarify, not everything I do is about football? How many times? Because somebody read into something. Y'all haven't learned your lesson yet. It's pretty sad. Jay says, you need to be worried about Debo. This ain't something that will blow over. He wants to be paid. When he gets paid, it will blow over. It'll blow over. Yeah, it'll blow over. I, th- I think it's 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 honestly just a matter of time. It's just a matter of when they wait, get this contract wait. done. All I'm saying is Debo seemed like that guy that will sit out if he don't get what he wants. So to tell us not to worry is crazy. It's April 11th. Yeah. Like at least wait until the draft is done before. You know what I mean? Like this is this is like taking up free rent space in your head for no reason. Nothing's going to happen right now. And it's a lot, and it's a, it's like making a mountain out of a molehill. We don't even know what actually is going on. We just saw Kyler Murray do this, right? At least Debo's not releasing the what is it the the what, what the transcripted paper or whatever that Rich Eisen keeps on his desk. <laughs> oh, yeah, with like the, with like his symbol and stuff. <laughs> like it's literally. It's April. He all he did was scrub his social media. Nothing else happened. It's not leaked stories of Debo being an immature teammate or making it all about him like it was with Kyler Murray. He literally just scrubbed his Instagram account. Yeah. And that's the thing that's been happening with players. A lot of players do it. It's not just him. And a lot of times there's much to do about nothing. Unfortunately, um do, do I think it's a little immature? Yeah. Um, do I think it's a little pointless? Maybe, but I don't even, I, I don't even think it's immature. I think it's just a trend and people do what they do. Yeah. I, I mean, that's fair. I just think knowing how it's, how it's going to be received that news articles or news. Yeah. News articles are going to be written about it. People are going to be analyzing it. Um, he already doesn't like Grant Cohn. He already blocked Grant Cohn. So it's like, you already know you're going to be feeding into that. So I don't know. The mute button exists so you don't have to unfollow someone. Just mute him. Just mute him, you know? But he did it because he wanted to send the message. So Right. And that's that's all it is. It's just like it's a little again, 
a player is going to do whatever they can in their power to make a statement. And it's a statement. And all this stuff, people are writing articles about it now. People are freaking out about it now. The minute he signs that contract and they step out onto the field and he gets his first catch or his first touchdown, everybody will have forgotten. Nobody will have remembered at all. Does anybody remember the pay George Kittle hype that was going on? And everybody right, was like, talks oh, about my that God, because he got paid. It's, it's an afterthought. It's an afterthought. He got paid. He got the highest contract. Right. Um, the it, fans did the same issue. thing. They freaked out. Hashtag pay George Kittle. Hashtag pay George Kittle for like two months. And then they got paid. And then it was like, all right, now what? Even Fred Warner. Fred Warner got his contract. Right. No one's no one's th- thought a day about it. Um, so I finally got the video. So it's a little late, but I'm going to play it because Matt's been on one tonight. That was not all of it. <laughs> and it did not load correctly, so we'll have to do it again. What did it say? Ah, ah. Yeah, AT&T. Okay, we'll do that again. <laughs> right. I, don't, yeah, I don't think we're paid by AT&T, buddy. That's hilarious. All right. Um, Jay Morris says, Grant Cohen, tell the real what most people say, want to say. So I'm not hating on someone, just to have a different opinion. Bro, I watched Grant Cohn just get torn apart by somebody on Twitter the other day when he started saying, oh, I tell the truth. I tell I'm all about honesty. And then and then it turned out that then he switched it to, oh, well, I tell my truth. And then yeah. he told another dude, oh, well, th- we're talking about opinions. Yeah, there's an entire like there's an entire Twitter thread. Grant is I love Grant, right? Like he's come on the show. He's he's been here before. I love that he gets people talking. But Grant believes things that are very controversial all the time. I think just, uh you got to take Grant with at, same on the other side. There are other people that just always honk for the team, right? That you got to really watch out for. What name the last time Grant Cohn was happy with the 49ers? <laughs> it's been like, a while. Where he didn't criticize something about the team. It's been a long time. He might he might have been in diapers, unable to speak. Yeah. He probably the pro- last time he was probably happy was when he was a teenager, just being a prick, disagreeing with his dad because his yeah. dad was hating on the team. You don't even yeah. know what you're talking about, Dad. I could yeah. I could see it right now. I love this from Ty Anderson. And then this year, fans are like trade George Kittle in that massive contract. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was going to say, though, that Grant Cohn is, you know, you're talking about these opinions that he seems to have. They're very controversial and they just always seem to skew in the way of getting the views. I respect it. Like you said, I like Grant. I got no problems with Grant. He's a hell of a follow. I find his tweet and his content funny and great. But we got to admit that he's saying these things because he knows the reception it will get. Right. Why do you think that just about everybody that works for him is a controversy creator? Like that former NFL scout that has an ax to grind with Trey Lance that is honestly really, really weird and over the top. But he's there because why? Because it's controversial. It still still weirds me out that he refers to himself in third person. I still think it's very weird. Dude, the whole ex-NFL scout, it's just like, yeah, no, we got it the first like 17,000 times. Yeah. 
It's that whole dislocating your shoulder to pat yourself on the back thing that I always talk about. <laughs> and by the way, you were an ex-NFL scout for a reason. Yeah, I mean... Just you because you were once something doesn't mean you were actually good at that thing. Just say you might not want to shout that from too many rooftops. Right. Fired. Pretty sure, pretty sure Middlecoff was, used to be a scout, right? He was, yep. For the Bucky Eagles. Brooks used to be a scout. Mm-hmm. Like that's, I mean... And I would I would put their opinions above that dude's any day of the week, twice on Sunday. Also, and even then, Bucky Brooks will say some stuff that I'm just like, I don't know about that, man. Yeah, yeah. I disagree that Grant Cohn's not a fan. I, I think oh, he likes Grant to say Cohn's that. definitely a fan of yeah. the team. I think he likes to say you that. You don't but... get that hyped up about stuff, and you don't act, like you don't take things that personal unless you're a fan of the team. Yeah. He gets he gets too wound up to not be a fan of the team. I mean, his dad covered it for his entire, like, youth. That's what he grew up with. So. I mean, he's an Oakland kid, you know. He's not a Raiders fan, that's for sure. He chose to cover the Niners. Um, He said they did a good job by drafting Trey Lance. So that's the last time he's probably praised the team. Yeah. And then he turned around and just harped on how they didn't get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo or whatever. <laughs> so I don't know why this video is just not loading correctly, but I have a That's separate fine. one. I got a separate got one. I can work we got with. the comedy out of it too, which yeah. is great. Yeah. Uh, Grant was happy when they had a losing record in 2020 because it was quote more interesting to report on them. Yeah, exactly. No player is safe. We all know that by when we traded Buckner, when he had no dirt. He's, they couldn't afford to keep I him. I guess that's the one time they didn't make a player the highest paid at their position, huh? I mean, out of, yeah. Looking back on their free agents, that is the one time the third person guy is weird. <laughs> Former NFL scout. I'm going to talk to Ash like that when I go in there. Zach wants dinner. Um, Melissa, same could be said about Big Mike. Man enjoys t- making turmoil. Uh, at least he's a badass fan and creator, unlike Mike. Unlike Grant, excuse me. Big Mike, can we talk about Mike? Nothing but Niners, Mike? He do he does say some out-of-pocket stuff sometimes, but I think that, like he actually legit enjoys it. But I love Mike. I, uh, Mike is my guy. Mike, Mike says some wild shit, but he Next believes NFL it. Out said his prototypical QB is Tim Tebow. Oh. Oh. Clicked it by accident, my bad. Is that a troll? Is that real? That's crazy. That disqualifies you right off the bat, dude. That's hilarious. Grant is like WWE wrestling, playing a character for clicks. Sorry, Sorry not my cup of tea. I know, and everybody that follows him and everybody that goes, oh, well, Grant keeps it real. You're all marks. You're all marks. <laughs> uh, Ace, bro, would you pay Debo $29 million? BA might have a good year. He going to want one in two years. We talked he about this he when Mike was here. Nine million, Jesus Christ! Yeah, he might get twenty nine in like one year, and then have it taper one way or another. Like the last year of his deal might be twenty nine, and that's going to be the year that he never sees. Yeah, but he he ain't getting twenty nine million. That's so crazy. Mike and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago when Matt wasn't here. Whether or not if the 49ers pay Debo Samuel they'll still be able to pay Brandon Ayuk when his contract comes up in a couple of years. And Mike was under the impression that he, they probably won't be able to. 
I asked Matt when Matt came back and, and you agreed. You basically said it's probably one or the other, right? If I remember right. correctly. I mean, yeah. And to me, I think Brandon Ayuk's the better pure receiver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Which don't underestimate what, what all this work that Trey and, and Brandon are putting in together. That's, that's going to translate well on the field. So. Debo prefers to stay in Miami. So it is what it is. Uh, each their own. His show isn't for me. I, I, I like Vish. I like Grant and Vish. Grant does a show Croc now too. I can watch those. Um, yeah. I said they should get rid of Jimmy. So I also have a gripe about that. Yeah. Mike likes conspiracies. He admits it. He does like his conspiracies. I kind of um, like them too. Not that like to believe in, but just to listen to other people believe in them and then see how far down they put themselves in the rabbit hole. That's kind of entertaining to watch. Yeah. He wrote an entire article on Tebow. So apparently That's crazy former NFL scout. That's why he's former. Dude. Have you seen Tim? That Tebow former recently? NFL scout is the type of dude to draft, uh, to draft somebody like, Jake Locker, number eight overall. <laughs> Have you seen Tim Tebow recently? No, is he yoked? I saw a TikTok where he was in some hotel room doing his stretches. Dude, his his thighs are like Nick Bosa's thighs. Like, yeah, dude, he's yoked. Insane. Yeah, the size yoked. of this guy's legs. It's like my head. Uh, Melissa, yes, I meant nothing but Niners. Mike, he is my jersey, bro. Love him, but. Man, he loves stirring it up. He definitely does. He definitely he does. But that's like to be like that's to have a good time. That's not you know yeah. just to talk shit to talk shit. It's, it's not for the clicks. Yeah, no, it's not that's, for the I mean, he likes to stir shit to entertain himself. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he's yeah. not he. Yeah, no, 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 no. I love Mike for that too. Uh, Jay, so are we the fans to believe Jimmy will be back on the team this season? Hell no. Yeah. Hell no. I think there's going to be some movement once he's able to uh, pass a physical and get back out there on the field that they're, they're going to move him. Yep. And I'm, I don't think that they're beyond cutting him. I know what Kyle said, but I don't believe that shit for a second. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Um, what, Grant has no inside. Nobody has inside information on the 49ers. Every time Grant goes to a press conference, they look at him and roll his eyes, roll their eyes. Like he does, he he does just enough to not get kicked out. But he doesn't to have not more. Get I mean, are you telling me that Grant has more inside information than than the team mouthpiece Matt Mayoko? I don't think so. That's a good point. That's I good don't point. think so. Yeah. Um, I speak with Mike off the record. He's nothing like Grant. Mike believes what he says all authentic. Yeah, yeah. Mike's our boy. Mike's, Mike's our, our real boy. one. Yeah. Talk with him pretty pretty frequently. Uh, former NFL scouts at tour. Yep. Um, you. You think Niners will run more tight ends out there with Trey, draft McBride, tight end from Colorado, best tight end in the draft. I think they'll run some two tight end sets, but I don't think it'll be anything like what the Ravens do with like Lamar Jackson, where they sometimes run three tight end sets. I don't think it's going to be that. Kyle's not going to change his offense that much. He doesn't have to. People people seem to forget that North Dakota State ran a pro style offense where like, like I think I believe like 30 to 40 percent of Trey Lance's stuff was like under center. But. No, I think play action, boot action, stuff like that, you don't even really need. You can still run three three wide receiver sets. Appreciate you, man. Um, during the season, we will be on twice a week. Yeah. It's tough. It's, it's just tough. hard, dude. Like, I'm so 
like I'm a night shift nurse, so I'm at the hospital overnight and stuff. That makes it hard for me to to kind of get out. And then Zach, you know, Zach works Monday through Friday. Sometimes you got to grind late, so schedules are what they are. But we always try to at least go once a week. Yeah. But during the season, like I said, twice a week we will be there. Um, Jimmy gone on draft night. I don't know if draft night specifically. Probably not, right? What do you think? I don't think so. That teams are going to wait to see if he's healthy. Because at this point, it's like I mean, the only thing you can really do with Jimmy is give him a playbook. You can't really you don't you're not going to be able to have him go through the motions or, or kind of figure things out. So, yeah, I agree. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. the, this surgery just messed up everything. It, re- it really yeah, did. It really did. It really did. Um, I believe Albert Breer was on Colin Cowherd today or I mean, he was on Rich Eisen today talking about how the surgery really put a pause on what they were going to do with Jimmy Garoppolo. Wow. Albert Breer made it sound like that more so than even Baker Mayfield, that Jimmy Garoppolo would probably be starting somewhere if it hadn't been for the shoulder thing. So maybe the 49ers didn't crazily, crazily overrate him going into the offseason. Maybe just the surgery threw that big of a monkey wrench into their plans. Yeah. Which is wild to think. Um well, Grant at least asked the questions that other reporters won't ask. And why do you think the other reporters are scared to ask the real questions? I do give Grant that credit. He does ask yeah. the questions that other reporters just will not ask. He does do bad. that, but also at the same time, sometimes he asks some stuff that's blatantly like trying to piss people off too, <laughs> which I don't think engenders respect for him and kind of closes people off, right? Like, there's a way to work it. And sometimes Grant does not do that. So, yeah. Matt and Zach, Colton or Aaron, who do you think has a better chance to start and thrive? We got no guards. So both of them. For the team's sake, hopefully Aaron. Right. I mean, but, if he, yeah, if you go pick 44 for Aaron Banks, he yeah. should probably be starting. And I mean, Kyle made it sound at the owners meeting like Aaron Banks was trending in the right direction. So, you guys going to any games this season? Yeah, I think Dolphins. we're trying to do the. Uh, I'm doing the home opener. I think we're going to do 49ers Dolphins. Right. Yep. We're gonna. I think we're going to try to get together on that one, and then uh, I want to do 49ers Raiders in Vegas. That'll be nice. That'll be a nice one. I'm going there uh, first week of June. I know a lot of people going there for the draft, but um, have fun at the pool. Night shift RP at the hospital. MA night shift. Is this is this terminology? Like I'm a. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, some wacko questions. Uh, that's They've, what I'm saying. He asked they, some stuff. <laughs> Charizard. Charizard Ward. Maybe ask some whack ass questions. Uh, do we think we look at another kicker? Because I mean, people hated Sly, but I just don't trust Robbie at all. Sly just signed a five million dollar contract with Washington, by the way, today. I don't trust Robbie Gould in the first half because he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. But I don't think he missed in the playoffs. He didn't, which is and wild. I don't think that he missed, and I don't think he was missing in the fourth quarters. Yeah, like I think he's just like that dude that's like, I'm gonna be lazy until I need to not be lazy and then do it. You know. So, Which is messed up, but it is. But I don't. I don't really worried about. I don't know. I don't worry about that. 
Uh, Jay Morse, season ticket holder over here, not going to any games with Jimmy as a starter. Respect it. I respect it, but again, at the same time, it's just like, so you don't want to see, you know, you don't want to see Nick Bosa and you don't want to see these guys and see what they could do coming off a season where they went to the NFC Championship game. I don't know. I would still go. I don't think he'll be the starter. I, I There's just no, there's almost no nothing way. in me thinks there's that he'll no be way. the starter. It defeats the purpose. Like you said, you know, even Albert Breer knows that he probably would have been gone if he was healthy starting yep. somewhere else. So um, I, I just like Debo's contract, I think it's only a matter of time before Jimmy's right. gone. So I know it's, it's just so funny because it seems like every day people think it's like the day before the regular season starts. And it's like, there's so much time in between. Listen, y'all, we got like three quarters of a baseball season before we even get to football. Like it's a long time. It's a long time. We're going to hit, we're going to hit mid July and y'all are going to be like, dang, man, how long until football is back? Unfortunately, but yeah. It does seem That's how like it goes. I mean, you're not a baseball guy, so it's fortunate for me. I got Padres season tickets, so I got a lot of games to go to. Uh, Brian Culp, I think the 49ers expected the surgery. The Niners didn't get a trade partner for the value they wanted for Jimmy. Now they are stuck with him. I don't know. I, I kind of got into I, it with somebody I, on Twitter, Matt. Let me ask you this. I don't think they expected this surgery. And I was kind of going off of Lynch's comments to the media yeah, and I Mayoko. Think they saw it the thumb and not the shoulder. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe that I was kind of reading a little too liberally, but I don't think that they planned for this surgery to occur. Yeah. And they didn't take that into account when trying to negotiate with teams for some sort of compensation for him in return. And I also don't think they're stuck with him. Um are they not going to get what they wanted initially? Probably not. Right. But they can still move him. They could probably move him today if they're willing to take a discounted rate. Um, it's just they probably aren't. And there are no no need to, to be honest. At this point, the, the yeah. free agency is all but done with. It's not going to impact the draft. There's no benefit to the 49ers to move Jimmy Garoppolo today, unfortunately. Right. Um, Alyssa says he almost blew the Bengals game. Man drives me crazy with his inconsistent kicking attitude. Says he wants the ring, but sometimes it looks like he really isn't there. Yeah, Robbie Gold, man. I mean, he still didn't miss a kick underneath 40 yards this season. He still was up near 90% on his, I think he was 20 of 23, 39 of 40 on extra points. Like, good enough, dude. He, um, he gets the job done. But I would like to see them address the kicking position. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, eventually, obviously, too. He's he's old, so he's going to be forty this year. So they're definitely going to have to. But you know, you don't have to go out of your way. You can find guys that are undrafted. Yeah. Uh, a couple more questions that we're going to wrap things up here. Uh, Jay Morris, dude, I will say something. A lot of season ticket holders wasn't telling no one last season. There were so many fights versus our own 49ers fans over Jimmy in the stands. Jimmy gets everyone heated, man. That's so funny. That's so funny. It's the most important position in football, and there's only so much you can watch before you – it's like anything, right? Like, you just – when you have a guy that you really see potential behind a guy that you're frustrated with, of course you're going to call for it. And that guy's obviously still going to have fans, so get a couple of get a couple of Modellos in you and shit starts to go down. 
I don't know. I guess I could never just let it affect me that much to the point no, where I'm no, no, throwing no. hands with someone else in the stands. Um, yeah. Not- so Ian Sharp says thought they said the hand wouldn't need surgery. So they said during the season that it would need surgery in the off season. And I think that's the surgery the team was expecting. And then Jimmy Garoppolo all of a sudden needs shoulder surgery and the thumb is fine and doesn't need surgery. And I think that's where the disconnect was and where the team was confused. Yeah. And I think that Jimmy Garoppolo would have had more mobility with that thumb injury than he does with a throwing shoulder injury, which is his second injury to his throwing shoulder. If you remember when he was filling in for Tom Brady after the deflate gate thing in the second game of the season against the Dolphins, he injured that shoulder. Um, I believe he separated his AC joint. And that's when Jacoby Brissett came in, and that's inevitably what got mm-hmm. Jacoby Brissett a job. But he's had multiple injuries to that that throwing shoulder. So, you know, the hand, you're just like, all right, well, the grip's going to come back. The arm's fine, right? We're not really worried about that. With the shoulder, it's not like Jimmy had a cannon arm to begin with. Does this capsule cause him to lose even more zip? And then what do you, you know, now you have a damaged bill of goods, and you're just like, all right, well, what now? Extremely unfortunate, but just how it kind of shaped out. Yep. Um, Melissa, I really hope my dream matchup from last Halloween is badass when it happens. Lance versus Fields. I I was I'm worried about Justin. Fields, I was going dude. to say, man, I was really high on Everyone Justin Fields last year. Killed. I can't believe they hired a defensive head coach. Yeah, that's a mistake in my opinion. Yeah. But Same. the Bears are a trash organization, so I'm not really surprised. They didn't deserve him. They didn't deserve Justin Fields. I'm just going to say it. He needed no. a nice offensive-minded coach. Yep. Nice running game. Oh, well. Robbie Gold is great, but he can't kick off. That he can't weird. kick off. He just chooses not to. Yeah. When Wisnowski was injured, Gould was kicking off. And he was doing and good was at fine. it. And he got touchbacks. So. He just is lazy. Um, Ace Bro, what we now, or what we know, excuse me, what we know now, would you start Trey over Jimmy week yep. one? I would have yep. started him last year. I would have started him last year, yeah. Yeah. Robbie wants to go back to Chicago for the Bears. He always did. I'm right. convinced he always did. Um, I never want ice water. Yeah. I never wanted Jimmy Garoppolo to start since Chiefs preseason game. I still stand by that. I think most most fans do, to be honest. I mean, as soon as Trey Lance uncorked that ball downfield, it was just to Sherfield. It was like, oh, okay. Yeah. We got something here. Um, Tannehill had the same shoulder surgery. Interesting. Tannehill uh, like Dolphins Tannehill last year too. So yeah, not promising. Which do you think will be the better game? 49ers versus Chargers or 49ers versus Raiders? Chargers. I think the Chargers will be the tougher game. I what think about- the Raiders will be the more entertaining game. Really? Okay. Yeah. I could see it. I, I don't know. I, I when in doubt, I go with the better quarterback. I think Justin Herbert's a better quarterback than, than Derek Carr. And I just think that the, their style of offense is more entertaining. It might not be more pleasant for me to watch as a 49ers fan, yeah. <laughs> but it'll be more exciting. Um, Kelts Chronicle says, it's crazy how stacked the 49ers are and how much negativity gets thrown around. I get it. It's the way of the world. Regardless, I believe we got a Super Bowl roster. Pretty close to one, if not. They got to deal with that line, dude. If they don't do nothing with that line, That's it's fair. not a Super Bowl roster. Look at what happened to Cincinnati. To Joe Burrow in the Super yeah. Bowl. Dude got crushed. And then what they do? They go they went out and signed like yeah. three great offensive linemen. They did it. They did a hell of a job. Yeah. They did a hell of a job. Grandpa Gold. I like that. That's a nice nickname. 
Allen Robinson left that game mega concerning for Chicago. Or left to that is mega Yeah, concerning. he went to the Rams. Yep. Yep. So I got to watch Trey throw some balls to Ayuk two weeks ago at J. Sarah High School. That's dope. How'd it look? I saw some photos that looked really nice. I just remember, like, I was always like, dang, I can throw a ball. Like, I played quarterback in high school and stuff. And then I went and watched um, – I can't remember who it was. It was an NFL – I think it might have been Jeff Garcia or somebody like that. Jeff Garcia, who doesn't even have, like, a strong arm, right? And he was out practicing or whatever and threw a ball. And I was like, okay, well, I never was that good. You can just tell it's different, dude. Yeah. It's wild. Um Melissa, plus I hope Kittle goes nuts on the Raiders game because Crosby should have been an all-pro over Nick Bosa. I, I'm i not as mad at, at the Crosby, you know. He's a good player. Yeah. Um, O-line worries. Secondary looks better. Yeah, they need to address the offensive line still. I agree. Banks and Moore going to surprise us. I, I hope sure so. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, pause. I don't know if you guys already discussed it, but McGlinchey took a pick recently and he looks really skinny. Are you Super concerned? skinny. Like he's not eating again. Let me see if I can pull this up before we wrap things up here. Jay Moore said Trey threw it 60 yards on a dime to Ayuk at that same practice. So you heard it first right here. He about to ball out. I'm not surprised. Look at this man. Golly, so skinny, bro. Look at this man. This slim mic right here. Like, okay. Uh, I, I can't say it. That's <laughs> I'm just saying that at six foot eight, Mike shouldn't be the slimmest person in that picture. No, not at all. Not at all. And I'm a fat dude, so I don't feel that bad, but I just he struggles to keep on mass. That that really does because I mean last I feel like that's a lot of offensive linemen though. We've seen it a ton of times with like you know, uh, was it Nick Hardwick with the with mm-hmm. the with the Chargers? Joe Thomas from the Browns, even Joe Staley. I mean, look how lean Joe Staley got after he retired. So, yep. But the thing is, is after they've retired, this dude's middle Dang, of the- Brandon caught me. <laughs> Matt Brandon over here, look me. at the Giants Padres games. Y'all down one nothing, man. It's two on two out, and that bum Eric Hosmer's at the plate. Slim Mike looks Joe Staley look monstrous. Kilts Chronicles McGlinchey's number three tight end. Dude, so bad. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. I think that's going to do it. It's a bit yep. of a slow, slow news week. Um, what's your tea today? It's the OG3 from Warriors World. Uh, Clay, Draymond, and Steph sitting on top of Chase Center. OG3. Joey says, Matt, I saw a car in high school and seeing a guy like that throw is humbling. Yep. It's crazy. Uh, last question, Jay Morris. Who would you like the 49ers to draft at pick 61? Interior offensive line. Yeah. I don't care who it is. Same. Just just address it. There's, please. Uh, I mean, there's it. like it's it's pretty it's pretty good for in terms of like center and and guard. You like you can find some dudes. If they went Christian Watkins, I wouldn't be upset if he was there at 61 just because of the Trey Lance factor, not because it's a wide receiver. Oh, it's going to be tough, man. It really is going to be tough to see what they do here. I'm trying to pull up. It's 3-1 to Hosmer. He's about to ground into a double play right now. (laughs) 
ready for the Dubs playoffs. That's right, OG3 about to light it up. We are going to say thank you to our sponsors. Um, first off, we got to start off with Bet US. You know how it is. Um, you guys can still save some money. I know the or make some money. Excuse me. I know the regular season is over for the NFL. However, there is still the MLB going on. There's the NBA, and you can make a ton of money with Bet US. Click the link in the description and start making money today. They got baseball props you can take advantage of. Basketball, like I said, go sign up with BetUS. Support us because they, excuse me, support them because they in turn support us. We appreciate you guys. Next, you know, we got to shout out our gold stamp. Right and Gold Standard is supported by the gold stamp. You guys are asking for it. We got to give it to you. You can start buying gold for as little as $50 a month. You don't have to fork out hundreds of dollars at once anymore. Once you reach the market price of two and a half grams, Acre Gold will discreetly and privately send you, or excuse me, and securely send you a two and a half gold bar, or as Matt calls, the gold stamp. Gold stamp, baby. I am up to three now, so make sure you guys start buying gold soon. The way inflation's hitting, guys, you might as well start buying some gold. 50 bucks, not bad. Yeah, cash. It's not going to be worth that much pretty soon. Gold's going up. So make sure you start buying gold now before it's, uh, you know, $7,000 for two and a half grams or something wild like that. Um, also, yeah, go buy our latest merch. It's on our, actually, it's not on our Teespring store. This is one you're going to have to DM directly with, if you want one, we got men's, women's, and children's sizes, um, a bunch of colors, you know the deal. Whatever you want, just DM and get it. It is the, Super Bowl logo 49ers have incorporated into it a little bit. So DM if you are interested. I don't have a picture pulled up, but go to our Twitter. You'll see it there. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We yep. appreciate all of you guys. Mariah saying, send me a letter with those three gold stamps. You can yeah, send I'll a package send- with those three gold yeah. stamps. I'll send you an invoice as well. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Hit like, hit subscribe. We're almost at 2,000 subscribers. We're giving away a 49ers jersey once we get there. Like Melissa says, help us get there, guys. We really do appreciate all of you guys tuning in this Monday evening. Absolutely. Uh, thank you, as always, for joining us. We love having you here. We'll be back to bring you some news, uh, possibly as soon as this weekend. So stay tuned for that. Follow us on our social medias. Social? Social? Social media. Um, n- now that I've downplayed it, <laughs> definitely follow us on those. Get us to 2,000 subscribers. And like Zach said, we will be giving out a 49ers jersey. So with that in mind, keep cool head, keep calm. Thank you as always for joining us. And until next time, go Niners.